A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Ash Millman. Hello. And Jules Gill. Hi. Hi. Now, we watched a bunch of stuff last night. It was opening night live. It was the new sort of new-ish show from Jeff Keighley. He started doing something before Gamescom every year. Um, so I thought we'd do a roundup of the biggest titles, the big announce, biggest announcements that came from that. Um, and I also, uh, we put out a tweet and we sort of retweeted it a bit and got some different thoughts on that from people. And I've got a separate uh, batch of questions that we can get to after we've talked about the show. Um, so I'm just going to break down the biggest stuff from the show itself. I think I think the biggest announcement was Fall Guys Season 2 uh, in terms of... just. <laughs> Of how, like, popular... <laughs> like your hierarchy here. Fall well, Guys. I, I mean, I, I go back and forward on Fall Guys a lot. I don't, I think it's an immaculate first 20 minutes, and that 20 minutes got me to like level 35 out of 40, and I've had a lovely <laughs> time with it. Um, but then I keep losing at Seesaw, and I think I hate it. So I, there is that. But in terms of like sheer popularity, that game is just a whirlwind at the minute. Um, I'm, I'm actually quite worried about it, to be honest, because it's mm. like, I don't you find that this is quite early on to be having a season two already? Like, it seems like. Like they've only in. just they've only managed to get it out and i'm actually more worried than ever that the full guys bubble is about to burst in fact i'm writing an editorial on such a thing so uh <laughs> stay tuned for that no Ten i think burst. i think for uh, considering how popular it's been it, it does kind of need to keep up with the pace of it and go, like having something out so fast is going with the flow of what everything's going on maybe they'll slow it down in future or that sort of thing but like to have it so fast now everybody is playing it so so much that to have mm. all the people that have maxed out their 40s that have like done their battle passes or whatever um that like whatever it is for fallout guys fallout guys there's the time they'll do a fallout guys yeah uh, honestly it's fallout boy that's driving with fallout that. boy yeah but yeah, no, uh, they, that, they've done all that and they're moving so fast to going, yes, yeah, season two's here, here's new stuff, here's exciting things that you can still get on top of if you've like managed to get everything else. I think it's nice to have that momentum behind it and kind of keep on pushing the the fall guys ball, so or, or bubble as you put it, so that it continues to roll and not pop. Like I think that that's uh, a good way of doing it. Some of the I'll stuff take that showed, um, there was like, one of the new modes is like you've all got to work together to put like platforms in place, and then you yeah, can, like, that looks really I like cool. the idea of that just because I think it'll go to absolute hell. Al- once although I noticed that it was it was a it wasn't a team game, so people are just going to get mm. absolutely royally yeah. screwed. In fact, royally is definitely the, te- the theme <laughs> of this because it's a medieval theme, isn't it? Yeah. And you've got another one where you can move siege platforms to jump through the hoops. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm more than excited to play more Fall Guys or Fallout mm-hmm. Guys, as it were. Um, <laughs> but I'm just. 
I don't know. I feel like it's uh, maybe it's tiring, too soon. It? it might. It's constantly like churning out stuff. I worry that they might uh, be overextending themselves. They're like they're especially when much, they're still having server issues. Yeah, mm. they're very much on it with their like social media presence and the amount of branding deals that they've had. There's so much stuff that's come their way um, that I think that I just want. I think they probably bumped up the announcement of season two. Like they always knew they were going to do one. The game has a yeah. countdown for the end of season one. Um, but like yeah, they're, 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 their time is now. They've already they've sold like seven million copies on Steam. It's the most downloaded PS Plus game. Like mm. they might as well just. Like, Capitalize on it, baby. Yeah, it's That's like, what this I is, say. is going to be some people's retirement plan. So it's like they did, might as well. Did anyone else, like when the guy who was there, like, hi, I'm the lead producer, lead designer on this, did anyone just be like, I've literally been in those halls at uni. Where, where is this guy operating <laughs> out of? Like, is he, is, is he actually just uh, like a, a university student? Maybe. Well, at a Mediatonic on, uh, they're I was, a fairly I was, big I was, studio. I was shocked by how young he was. I was like, mm. fair play to that guy, the team, all of those people for creating this game. If they're all around the same age, they're going to be able to retire literally after season two. Well, they apparently, they were just watching like Takeshi's Castle or Total Wipeout or something. And they were like, we should just do that. And then they did. Yeah. And then, other yeah. than Doritos Crash Course, no one else has, has got in there. <laughs> So I, I had a long um, discussion with our boss about Doritos Crash Course the other day. Of course you did. So, what, to do your own Doritos Crash Course? No, 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 no. It was just the fact that um, Doritos, they were looking to do an ad with us. So we were just basically like... Don't tell me! Yeah, we just <laughs> never went anywhere. But I'm just saying like that's what we could have done. Is do Chili he wave, mate. We could have been in. Exactly. Cool Ranch, brother. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Ash, what's your favourite Dorito of choice? Oh, you know, I like a lightly salted. I like a lightly salted Dorito. Who are you? How can I you like heat wave when I'm feeling spicy, but you know, I like a, a standard salted crisp is my favourite crisp. Oh, so with a nice so deep. Vanilla is the best ice cream. person, like so, so over the top in so many other areas, and a lightly salted crisp is your. <laughs> you it's wear on the inside. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Let's uh, let's get through some stuff because we have so much to talk about. Um, but anyway, next um, big game is Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. Um, but this will be quite quick because I think that this, I think it stimmies some excitement the fact that it's an Oculus exclusive. Um, so you'll have to log in on your Facebook account to play it. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it's not gonna, you know, it'll not be on PSVR or whatever. It might come across later on. Um, but it looked pretty good. I don't know what you guys think of the Medal of Honor franchise, well, but it's been a long abso- time. Absolutely love the Medal of Honor franchise. Mm. Uh, the PS1 uh, and Medal of Honor 1 and 2 were like my most played games as a kid. Right. I absolutely adored it. Then it went horrendously downhill with their Warfighter thing, whatever it was that they were, that, the reboot that they did. Mm. I'm really happy to see this return. However, it's facing incredibly stiff competition from a quite shallow market because mm. the only p- thing that people are going to immediately compare to it to is Half-Life Alex, And that game has really revolutionized how VR combat exploration puzzle solving has been done mm-hmm. and Val- because it's Valve's fingerprints all over it. I think that is only it's, on um, the Vive though. It is true yeah, yeah but it's at the same time it's like people are going to instantly compare this to that and mm. I don't know that there was a few ropey animations that I was like oh that might uh, look quite bad in first person but the shooting mm. though actually looks pretty good. Yeah I, I like they do flipping knives around as well. Mm. Yeah like, it all looks incredible I think it looks like I think it looks like a great VR game and a great experience and that sort of thing but there's something that sits a bit weird with me about being in like a war simulator for VR right. that's kind of like making it look really fun and like all that sort of thing I don't know but, which I get is just video games in general so obviously that's nothing to like complain about but it's just being in first person like being a soldier i don't know i think i find that really weird i think it's the, the current climate is just sort of like oh why would i volunteer for this now like it's just if it was the 2000s and things were easier then maybe i'd be up for a more violent escapist thrill but at the minute i just want to go have a vr experience of sitting in a field of flowers and stroking yeah i want to stroke it like a nice pet or like with, yeah. like you know run through the meadows that's what i'm feeling that's what i'm <laughs> from my vr experiences meadow simulator untitled meadow game i would yeah. take that um yes doom uh, got its uh, doom eternal rather got its first uh, story expansion 
mentioned, um, it's focused on the Elder Gods and reviving these sort of giant titans. And there's not that much that was shown off other than just there's some more Doom, and I absolutely love Doom. Um, I did want to mention, though, did you guys both play through Eternal? I think you both did. Yeah. I have been without a PS4 mm. since the beginning of this thing, so I have not had any chance to play okay. it at all, and I am gutted. <laughs> Jules, that, that's your first, that's your Christmas treat to yourself. You've got to deliver yeah, yourself that I've game. got to get it. And um, there's it. one giant mech thing in Doom Eternal that you look at the whole game through. It's just, it's sitting in your home base and you never use it. Um, and I have to assume that you're going to pilot a giant planet-sized mech. Otherwise, You have to hope. One oh, can only my. hope. I don't know. I think this looks, honestly, all they could have done, done is just put Doom Eternal more and I'd have been mm. invested. Like the whole yeah. uh, trailer was great, beautiful, exciting. I was enthralled, but like uh, mm. they didn't need to show me anything because I'd be down for it straight away anyway. Yeah. Um, like having that like deep voice going over being like, ooh, what a spooky, <laughs> spooky man saying spooky things, seeing the Doom Slayer, seeing the big like demons lifting him up on platforms. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go if, if, doom man! If doom they had just said more doom, just yeah. just more doom, like yeah, probably have the same sort of effect. But I mean, the Mr. way that story doom. ends, yeah, big Mister Guy is the way that story ends is kind of weird. It feels a little bit anticlimactic. So I'm assuming that whatever happens at the end of the DLC, you'll feel a bit more uh, yeah. final. Um, Dragon Age got a big old update. They showed some in-game stuff, but it's obviously in development. Um, <laughs> Jules sucks air through his teeth. He does. What do you think? I think right. Actually, no. I'm gonna let Ash say how much she loves this before I'm gonna crap all over it. Oh no! You're gonna crap all over it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crapping over what their uh, their intentions are. But my question to you is very simple. So what's new? <laughs> like literally, all they did was just wheel out every single platitude. It was and very generic. empty. Like it was like it was like a corporate head had designed that thing because it's like inspirational uh, quote. Here's a thing that you can do. Choices have consequences. In a it's, forest, and it's like I've, I create bosses. It's like oh, and these bosses are going to be. Really, it's like what we know this because that is what a fantasy action <laughs> RPG does. What are you doing that is new? It's like oh, we're we're telling the story where not everyone's going to join you. No one ever joins you no one ever believes you apart from your small band mass effect was entirely about small bands of people trying to win people over you've done this story before i don't leave them alone leave say, them alone my thing with dragon awesome. age is that i've always heard it's, it's amazing i know you like you've yeah. played quite a lot of it i have the first dragon age i start i was way too late to it and i started and i went oh i don't know what this is um, and i played inquisition quite a lot um yeah. but neither of them have ever grabbed me and i know that's a massive hole in my portfolio but apparently ah, it's but a I've played. <laughs> but, I, but I have to say for the record, I've played every single one of them and I love every single one. I just was like, okay, this isn't showing me anything new. Mm. I feel like they could have just gone like, here's some three seconds of beta footage actually showed me more of what the game is rather than what they were telling me it was going to be. Again, right. like Doom Eternal, they could have just said Dragon Age is coming. I'd be yes. like, yes, thank you for this gift. Like seeing them all so excited about it, seeing Bioware yeah. being like, this is what we're doing. This is what we like. Like having a little, you know, little pictures, little concept arts of people in the water with knives and with fish being around and stuff. Like there's all sorts of good stuff in there that was just mm -hmm. nice to see that they're moving on with it. Nice that it's still at the, yeah. the forefront of what they're doing. Nice that it's still being talked about and continue to nice be excited they're, for. They're all employees, you know, like it's nice yeah. that Anthem hasn't killed them because there was that I, whole thing about when they put the teaser out for Dragon Age, they did that against, um, was it EA's whims or yeah. whatever? They just went yeah. and did it to be like, hey, we need, we've got a future guys, like just. Something. There was a heavy emphasis on like uh, chances, more like second chances yeah. this time around. But uh, it's a weird I, feeling. I, I'm really excited for it, don't get me wrong, but it's just a case of like, I feel more than ever that there was a bit of a grasp from EA or the people above just being like, mm. say the line, Bart. That was <laughs> no! all I was, 
<laughs> it did remind me a lot of when they first showed off Mass Effect Andromeda, and like it's we're obviously so early in development for Dragon Age, and they've already swapped yeah. out a couple of creative directors. Um, yeah. I love when they cut to that guy, and it was like in a, an old school Family Guy, like in season two when Peter does his campaign video, and it just cuts to all these random locations, and just yeah. Dragon Age man was just walking through a forest, like delivering <laughs> yeah. what he's talking about. Then the art oh. director with her portfolio in the middle of a different forest. I liked, I liked that they were doing nothing. I liked, yes. I, I just, I want to feel positive about Dragon Age after, like you know, the sins of the Understandable. past. Understandable. So I want, I want to feel good about it, and I felt like that was very much like a we feel good about it, and like, like please trust us. But like, I do, <laughs> I, I think it'll be good. And oh. seeing the woman just under a bridge pops me. That she was just <laughs> yeah. awesome. So where else can we put people? We've done the forest, we've done the halls, let's put someone under a bridge. Imagine, um, imagine drawing the short straw on that, just kind of like, right, I want to go shoot my out. Oh, sorry, he's already taken the forest. Oh, can we do it? It's like you've either got the car park behind the Audi or you've got under a bridge. Just do some stylish, put some, uh, was it like Gaussian blur on it? Just blur yeah. the hell out of the yeah, car. Yeah. Um, anyway, the last um, big game footage uh, or gameplay footage was uh, the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart thing, which they yes. um, said that yes. it's coming in the launch window of PS5, but that isn't going to be this year. I've never heard a company refer to a launch window that extends out of the month period that it's in. So I guess so they're passing Q1 2021 as the launch window. Um, but yeah, we can. I mean, that's mostly the, more of the same in terms of what they already showed for Ratchet and Clank. But where are you guys on the franchise? I think it looks I'm I'm Ash in this scenario where they could just show me Ratchet and Clank. You know, right. in fact, if we combined like all of our loves together, and it was mm -hmm. just literally just the static PNG images of what logo games came out, we would have we'd been done and dusted within a minute, Prime, and we'd have been Prime so Portable. happy with all this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, I absolutely loved it. I thought that it looked so slick, so incredibly tight. I feel like they've. Uh, it's the same experience that we've done before, especially when you're looking at the starting weapons, for example. But mm. I did find that there was a lot to love. The uh, amount of fidelity and all of the uh, boxes exploding in the mm. platform. I'm just like, we haven't had, thinking about it, a platform of this ilk for quite some time. So I'm this really is the last on it. Punk, really, which is still an immaculate yeah. game. That game got dragged so much because it came out alongside a terrible movie. Um, but yeah. that game is great. Like if you want a Ratchet and Clank fix, the 2016 one is, is awesome. The OG um, Ratchet and Clank. OG Ratchet yeah. and Clank all the way. Yeah, it's, the, no, best. it's the best. I'm, I'm excited for this <laughs> new one. I think seeing, like, I, it felt very similar to like the, the trailer we've already seen, like the hopping yeah. through the dimensions and stuff. But I think just seeing it again, again, another, another, another slicer. This is here. We're it's excited for it. Like yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm more than happy. I think it looks beautiful. I'm so excited to see how they kind of blur all of these different worlds with a lack of mm. load time to be able to like mm. fly through stuff and land on a flying creature, but then jump on a rail. Like, ooh, video games. This is really it. exciting. <laughs> yeah. All the stuff with the SSD, like the idea of they, they built it from the ground up. They knew what technology yeah. they were working from, uh, working with from the beginning. So it's like, okay, we made a game that can just take advantage of no load times. Like, I, I really want to just see more of that in motion. Like, how much can mm. you really get away with? Um, like, can you can you load an entire game's disc worth of content and then just fly through it like crazy mm. like maybe um so yeah so i'll um, go into some other sort of questions and stuff um mostly still revolving around the opening night live and um, this one from scotty boy 292 it isn't me um, <laughs> okay. with the announcement of the sim star wars crossover and bridge builder <laughs> the walking dead bridge oh, builder my. game hell yeah what the hell was that and um, what other <laughs> insane crossovers would you like to see that walking dead thing what was that? Actually, I'll also throw in, because uh, Greg uh, submitted this as well. How annoying was the Surge Surgeon Simulator slash Doc Brown oh, bait and switch BS? I, I just like, like to see Christopher Lloyd for that, but um, what was no, all he, of that? <laughs> it was just like like wheeling out the old man just to like get a pop, That's and it was like, yeah, I did. Like, I was really happy to see him, but then he had nothing to do with it, and I was like, yeah. oh, come on. And actually, for some reason, Surgeon Simulator 2 looks worse somehow <laughs> than the, than the I first game. But I think that it's mainly because of the fact they're giving people more control over the environment. You can actually move around rather than being fixed into one location sort of thing. Transport so, your lungs. But that Walking Dead bridge simulator, absolute oh. 
hot I'm garbage. So <laughs> excited to see what that is and like just how it works. Just ah yes, building bridges for. That's not like a thing, right? I mean, no, 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 no. There, there <laughs> is a, there, there is that bridge building game, and I can't remember the name escapes me now. But it actually is. Uh, no, there's no. It's it's um. I, d- I don't know what it is, but you got It's like an isometric one where you got to get like stuff across. That is just called like, actually, bridge constructor, I think. That that's probably what the name is. <laughs> that actually looks amazing fun, and I've yeah. t- spoken to Rich and Osley about it, and they say that it's actually brilliant fun. I can't see how building bridges, a very time-consuming and arduous experience, would ever cross paths with The Walking Dead. No, like those are two franchises that you could not have predicted to go together surely well i mean you're going to be quite stressed if all the bridges are destroyed if you're in the walking dead world but you don't have months to repair them so you're gonna to have to build one on a timely notice without making too much noise like yeah. that's impossible that's what's going to be quietly quickly build your bridges run away from the zombies make a different fair, i don't like because the question was what are the insane cost of us i can't think of any anything that would even be close to the ludicrously randomness I, of i already got i already got my uh, insane crossover years ago they crossed over dynasty warriors with pokemon pokemon conquest it was fantastic <laughs> so i've already got what i want so I have nothing else. I feel like Hann- Hannibal in Surgeon Simulator 2, where there's just an option to be like, you've done surgery, you can do your own dinner just afterwards. Simulator. Um, yeah. My mind just randomly went to Untitled Goose Game in Smash Brothers. I just want to see just the goose. I just want to play as the goose. The um, goose would yeah. win? The goose would win. Yeah. Um, and I don't want, he needs to be a full-on controllable thing, not a random support character like Shovel Knight was, because that's still dumb, Nintendo, <laughs> and it sucks. Um, next question from uh, Mateus Grimm and uh, Nick Carolee, I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What, were we, what were we all hoping to see? Um, they said they were hoping for the Mass Effect trilogy remaster reveal. Um, Love you all, stay safe. Also, Jacob Wright mentioned that too and said, do you think they'll announce the Mass Effect remaster this week? Um, so this thing, uh, the Mass Effect remaster news, originally came from Jeff Grubb, who works for VentureBeat, um, who yeah. put out a list of stuff and said the remaster with double S, uh, a, re- a remaster will be coming in October. Um, so, assumedly, that is happening for October. Where are you guys on that? That was my big thing too. I thought they would drop it. I thought they would drop that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access 
to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Ash, please I, take well, I would like, I'd like to see it. I'd very much like to see it. I'd like to see it happen. And like, I, I, as soon as it's official, I'll be all over it. But yeah, I'd like to have seen something on that. I think that would have been good. And since they had like a little like Bioware showcase thing, it would have been nice for them to go, oh, and one more thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been really good. Um, but I think celebrating celebrating the good stuff that they've done before by having a, a remaster of that trilogy is just a great idea and having it come around again so more people can enjoy it because there's so many people that I recommend Mass Effect to who maybe not be who maybe aren't like big into games or didn't mm. play it when it first came around and struggle to get into it because it feels a little bit older than some of the new stuff that they've been playing mm-hmm. um, so to have it as like the remastered brand new and shiny ready for everyone to get into I just think it'll appeal to more people and be like have a new audience to it and yeah. Mass Effect's deserves. Mass Effect deserves the world. I'm getting all like emotional, I'm like <laughs> stumbling <laughs> through, I'm like, please. Like, how long has it been since like Mass Effect was on top of the world? Because Mass Effect 3 was, I mean, it's, it's divisive, but like Mass Effect 2 is still one of the best games of all time. And yeah, like, yeah, it is, like, it is. Recommend Mass Effect a lot, but like you don't have an easy point to. Like you can say, like, oh well, it's backwards compatible if you happen to have an Xbox One. But other than that, it's not yeah. available, and it should be. It's one of, if not the best sci-fi franchise in gaming. Yeah, history. definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, and especially if they can bring over in the HD trilogy mm-hmm. uh, the uh, multiplayer from Mass Effect Three. I'd be so happy Ooh. for that because that was incredibly underrated. Really, True. Like I think I, I wonder because I think if they do, I have to assume that it'll be on Switch and stuff as well. But I want like a the way the Mafia remaster is going or the Saints Row Three one where it's completely. Yeah really overhauled i would hope that yep. they do something like that um mm. across all three and um, so wider questions we've got a whole bunch of um questions submitted one nice little question from steve how are we all doing yeah good thanks steve yeah <laughs> jules how are you doing good you know Good. Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Not too How about bad, you, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, not too bad. I sort of rediscovered outdoor restaurants the other day and sort of went and ate a lot of food, and it was good. Felt mildly terrified, but it, it is quite scary, isn't it, to go outside again and just be yeah. like, "Ooh, I'm going to go into this pub now." You know what's <laughs> really good? Oh, garlic bread. I haven't had, I haven't had really good. Garlic oh my god. In a long time. Not to oh, be I was, okay, but it's really good. The cheapest supermarket like garlic bread is the best garlic bread you can have. I think, oh mate. Like, 59p from the freezer section <laughs> the best one i don't know i don't know about that but i would say restaurant garlic bread for my uh, my top shot don't risk your life getting some garlic bread or maybe do next question though from jack griffiths um are you worried or concerned that we still haven't seen any game running on the xbox series x yet um also uh, dale brown sort of chimed in later talking about the same subject matter and said that their entire backlog is their launch library uh, running at peak performance um that it is a weird quandary which is sort of doing the rounds on twitter at the minute that we're so close to launch we still don't know the price or the release day um, and we also haven't seen anything running on series x um where are you guys on that sort of general rollout of the consoles because i saw kotaku yesterday run with why don't we just delay the entire generation well, if, if you've got um, uh, like a video game, if they were doing this mm. and you were seeing just next to nothing and it was getting close to the release date and no review copies or anything like that were being sent out, you'd immediately peg this as being a bit of a stinker. Mm-hmm. However, I have to admit that Microsoft, although they've dropped the ball occasionally, they have been very, very good with their consoles in terms of support and making sure that they actually mm. are, are very competitive with, uh, with others. So I... I'm not that worried, to be honest. Like, just because I haven't seen it run on the the new Xbox doesn't mean that it's... I'm looking at the PS4 stuff and just going, okay, fine, it'll just be that. Like, the, right. there's no reason for me to believe that it will not look, if anything, uh, as good, if not better than that. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think I'm this not is that the, the general thing of like, what if they, because it seems like, because Ryan McCaffrey has tweeted saying like, look, like Microsoft are putting all their next gen eggs in the Halo basket. And obviously that's been delayed till next <laughs> the year. Till, the, yeah. the Halo eggs. Um, until sometime next year, probably probably for the 20th anniversary, it'll be the end of next year. Um, and obviously on the PS5 side, they've got Astro Bar and um, like Miles Morales. And then obviously Ratchet and Clank's coming within mm-hmm. a couple of months or so. So like on the Xbox side, they literally don't have anything, which is- Well, they did say, problem. didn't they, a couple of weeks ago that they it, this wasn't a war to be won with exclusives, mm. or at least they wanted to see people move away from exclusives, <laughs> which is ironic considering you don't have any exclusives to move away objective. from. But yeah, think, it's 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 a weird play. I think I think I don't know. I have faith in that they they know what they're doing, but I think they have so much more to offer than like this is so weird. But like they have so much more to offer than the next gen games, which obviously is what everyone's mm. going to buy it for and want to be invested in. So it's, that sounds like a really dumb thing to say. But I mean, their backwards compatibility that they're kind of prioritizing Xbox One, being able to shift over to the new gen and everything like that. I feel like that they they are reinforcing a, an Xbox lifestyle rather than buy this for all the new stuff. Um, right. And along the way, that means that stuff is taking longer or not coming out straight away and all that sort of thing. And like, it's, a, it's a weird move. I agree. It's a really weird move. And I think that we should have more on it and at least price points and stuff so people can prepare for it and all that sort of thing. But, you know, they've got, they've got stuff under their wings that's ready to come out. The eggs are there. The eggs Mm. are here. Table's there somewhere. Yeah, they're just like, they're just little eggs and they're more (laughs) designed for like family consumption than game Mm. egg. It's definitely like a, like a tech thing. It's like when you get a new phone, you don't expect like a, a specific thing to run on that phone. Yeah. It'll just do everything better. That's kind of what they're steering into. Um, next question from Nick, who says, uh, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad have announced co-op, uh, cooperative narratives. Um, how do you think that will affect the capability to create emotional slash effective stories whilst balancing the co-op aspect, uh, which can break all immersion? Um, are co-op stories something you welcome or are concerned about? Um, I hate this stuff, and I always think it breaks <laughs> everything. So yeah, I don't want co-op narratives whatsoever. I'm never going to play them. I feel like you saw Jules's joy then, and was like, actually, <laughs> no. I was reading like one half of the screen, and he's just, yeah, the little thumbs up, oh, love it, all throw co op friend. And I was like, oh, mate, I'm, I'm so down for both Suicide Squad and, and Arkham Knight stuff. That, that I'm just, but I get, but Knights, I'm so, so excited. Same, for like, it. same. And I, I'll, uh, yeah, I will match make with someone, and it'll be fun. But I think the, the wider sort of conversation, like, can you do a serious story based game in co op? Because all it takes is for someone to jump at the wrong time or do some pirouettes during an emotional moment or whatever. Is that even doable? Uh, a I way mean, out. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And, and a, 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 a Brother's would, but, Tale but, as well. I, which one's yours? Uh, Brother's Tale. Tale of Brothers? Oh, Tale of Two Sons. Well, that one you yeah, got co-op on Switch Sons. later on. That was a single game, single player game initially. You just control two characters with an analog yeah. stick each. A way out. I thought only me and Josh Brown liked that game, but I still wouldn't say that was like <laughs> emotionally heavy. It's a great game, but... but Sorry, that, uh, you don't think it was emotionally heavy? You, you, you can't say that a way out is like up there with like The Last of Us. Like, I was it's devastated not, like, at the end. I was like, how dare you? How dare you do this to me? I think it's a brilliantly made game. And I think that that thing for, like, because you can play it online, but it's way better if you do it local co-op and yeah. play it with someone that you know. And hopefully I play it with my wife and we just went through that whole game, the way that story plays out, just going like, oh, I didn't realize you thought this way. Um, yeah, and- no. I played it with my dad and then played it like as the other character with my boyfriend and both right. of them I was like, oh, what, what are these choices you're making? This is surely the right thing to do. And then having like wars on the piano with the guitar so you could get the most points on them. Yeah, um, you can play Connect Four as well. And like, I know, I know that the emotional heft gets lost when you're lost, when you're just having like, who can balance on the wheelchair the longest in the hospital like <laughs> for two hours instead of playing the game. Mm-hmm. But, and I know that it's such a specific instance, a way out is like designed to be this co-op experience. It's true though. 
that, that think, is a really good example though like, yeah it's yeah. like his, his question was emotional slash effective stories which i yeah. jumped to the most the zenith of that like uh, mm -hmm. can you get a last of us co-op um and i don't know but like wait a way out is a hell of a step in that direction yeah i, I would love to see more like a way out and i'd love more co-op stories that you can do online and couch co-op like man of madan as well like i don't think mm -hmm. that was emotionally effective and like it there was those issues with man of madan but i think yeah. that its heart was there and the things that it had to do and say were really interesting and like i'm very excited for the, the rest of the stuff that's going to come from that but mm -hmm. having like a couch co-op and online option for that as well like i'm happy for them to experiment with it because i want more i want more i want to consume it like it's good <laughs> yes um another question from uh, scott lamont who said what legendary games did you come to with high hopes only to be disappointed he's playing through the first mass effect and says he effing hates the mako so oh the mako what the hell sucks. mate you've just leave it it's not <laughs> not this again it sucks <laughs> have you not gone back to it mate it's really good mate no i have not gone back to play it because i don't want to in fact i when they uh, if the uh, hd trilogy comes out i might mm. skip mass effect one just go straight into two and three <laughs> do you not want to throw a grenade with the back button do you not want to no i don't want to watch him i don't want to watch him chew toffee with his bum hole either because when he, <laughs> when he runs he runs really weirdly um, ash what's your thoughts on this mako slander in 2020 I, I can't, I'm not here for it, like, yeah. grow up. No, like, yeah, I, love <laughs> I love them. I get why people don't like it. I understand, but also they're wrong. Like, it's fine. It's a nice little car. Yes, it's difficult. That's half the fun of space travel is getting over the weird cars we have in the future. It's very true. It doesn't make any sense that anyone would make it out alive. Like, they're just getting slammed off every mountainside. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good time. And next question from the Nether News, who says, what's been your favorite indie game experience? And they're loving various indie horrors and how experimental the indie genre has become in the horror space. Um, I don't know if you have a shout you were going to say there, Jules. I have many indies to throw out. Um, I, I'm, is, is, uh, is Streets of Rage 4 considered indie? Uh, Ooh, not massively, because I guess they had a pretty big budget, but um, mm. the way it came together, though, like, yeah, they didn't sort of seek any, like, so I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of what games I've actually played that have been, like, indie games this year. Well, I went um, slightly mad after the Nintendo Direct and got everything that was shown in that indie showcase. So I got uh, Raji, which is a really cool, like, throwback to old, like, PS2 God of War. Yeah. Um, Takeshi and Hiroshi is this gorgeous game about these two oh. brothers making games for each other. It's awesome. Uh, Creature in the Well. Um, oh, it's, sure. like, it's it's like an uh, it's a, a Jules Gill story. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, a an RPG roguelike with pinball elements. It's utterly amazing. It's so like, weird. Like, I, I couldn't like, get the feel of that game, but I'm not one of those pinball lads. Like pinball fans are like mad for pinball. Well, like, it's I, I wasn't either. I didn't think that it was going to be my cup of tea. But when hmm. I was like playing through it, I was there, like, oh, okay, so I can move my character around, do all of this like crazy stuff, and I'm hitting projectiles back like pinballs to try and like hit into other things. Mm -hmm. mad. Absolutely mad, my yeah. um my most recent one that i kind of went back to was limbo and i love that as like oh, just right. like that was such good fun like i didn't realize how much fun i was gonna have playing it because like I've, I've seen it i've played bits of it and been like oh yeah i'll come back to that someday and then kind of just kind of linked it all together in one sitting and had like mm -hmm. a massive go on limbo and was like man this is yeah. great and limbo so and inside are lovely yeah like they're incredible and i'm like I don't, I, don't, I don't know if Carrion would really count as like an indie one. Yeah, it's so good, still. that game, isn't it? But it's really good. It's really Why good. Why is that game really not got a map? Because, well, that's again half right. the fun of being is lost it? as a monster. No, 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 or is it half because, of the dread? No, because you're meant, you're meant to be yeah, you're an alien creature with no understanding of where you are. <laughs> the whole point is that you're, like, you don't understand how maps and stuff. Yeah, so I, I do like that justification, but it's just in any Metroidvania, I want to know where the hell I'm going because you can ping, you can ping the world and be like, oh, it's mm. over there. But then over there is because you're on a grid, can be like yeah. somewhere in that direction. I got lost for literally an hour trying to yes. find one last. Uh, I need wanted to go and get my last piece of DNA, mm -hmm. and it took me an hour to find 
one because I kept going in a circle and going, yeah. oh, but it must be this way, and going down the same hole, going, oh. it must be I this just way. Put it, I, I, I had that exact experience, and I was like, I'm wasting my life. Like I just, <laughs> I'm wasting my time on this earth trying to find this stupid switch. But I love I got, the idea of it. I got one more quick indie yes. recommendation that I've been playing recently. It's called Bullets Per Minute or BPM. It's oh, a, yeah. uh, a roguelike first-person shooter where you can only shoot, reload, and jump or dodge uh, on the beat of the music tracks, much like Crypt of the Necrodancer, mm-hmm. but it moves at the speed of like a Quake 1 game. It is so <laughs> quick. It is absolutely brutal. <clears throat> but I found myself just going like, oh, this is a fun little gimmick. Three hours pass. <laughs> I'm still on level one. How oh, is bad? Like, I could... Right, I, I could never get out of the opening area in Crypt of the Necrodancer. Like as someone who like plays an instrument and likes to think that they know how music works, I could not play that game. I just wanted to move outside the beat every time. I just yeah. couldn't get it down. I don't know if you guys have both played much of Necrodancer, but yeah, just- I had the exact same problem. And it, it, it took me months before I finally clicked and I was still like, oh, right. <laughs> okay. I just need to stick with it more. Guitar um, Heroes, just put that on mm. instead. I want music dancey stuff, I'll get my guitar right. That's what That's it is. Still living large on Guitar Hero. Oh, man, actually, for an indie thing, uh, the thing that I've just been living on is Spiritfarer, which is um, that's going to be amazing. Oh my god, man! Like no <laughs> one, no one near enough people are talking about Spiritfarer. It's like um, it's like Studio Ghibli's Spirited Away in terms of you're you're this individual looking after various spirits that are like you sort of the, the whole story kind of unfolds that you sort of knew them in real life before they became these spirits in this like crossover afterlife that you're all in. Mm-hmm. So you build this ship and you're slowly like adding like a kitchen and all these different guest houses and places for them to stay, and um, because they are spending their last time as sentient beings with you before they pass over to like the great beyond so you sort of hang out with all these various spirits like lions animals snakes things like that everyone has like a spirit animal that they become in the afterlife um, and you just go around having the most loveliest time with them um, hugging them making sure they're well fed going on their little stories um, you know hanging out with them maybe one of them has some sort of unfinished business or something before they go over and then once they're satisfied they're like okay take me to this place called like the ever door which is the the end and you have one final hug and I'm actually getting a bit teary thinking about how much that game ruins me because every time you have to say goodbye to someone that you spend hours and hours and hours with but it's like pyre it's like pyre meets spirit yeah. away and um, with some platforming elements because you you uh, travel on the boat to different spots like assassin's creed black flag style and then do a little mission do a little thing platforming gauntlet whatever um and then you get back on the boat and just just hang out just making lovely recipes so you can sing to the flowers as well i could sing i could i adore that game it's it absolutely like gorgeous animal crossing the river sticks a lot of it kind of reminded me of what Animal Crossing should have been, not to slander Animal Crossing, but I always think that the newest Animal Crossing especially needed a bit more drive um, in terms of like, why do I care about these people other than, hey, they're twee. And like, you know, like it, kill all the animals and like, look after their souls in Animal Crossing. Well, I, I, mean, I don't know, like, because uh, Short Hike as well, like that was like what an Animal Crossing story would feel like if they did, like, it's almost like Short, short Hike is like the prelude to before Animal Crossing starts. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff is absolutely lovely. Everybody, please check out Spirit Fairer. It's free on Xbox if you are Game Pass. Um, it's a good old time. Uh, a final question from uh, Colin uh, Pirier. I'm going to pronounce his name. I think it's probably Pirier, but Pirier sounds cool. Um, he said he's going back to Red Dead Redemption 2 and getting surprised by the amount of random events that keep happening. Is there any other games that you go back to and still find new slash surprising things? Um, mine would be Skyrim. I still feel like nine, almost 10 years yeah. later, I still haven't seen everything in Skyrim. Mm. I don't know if that's the same uh, with you guys. It's, it's the same with uh, Fallout New Vegas. I'm running mm. through it at the moment. I, admittedly, I'm doing a heavily modded um, run uh, but it's there's so many bits and choices that I'm making that are different, that are having different effects on things, and I'm getting mm-hmm. new items and being told to go to new places or places that I've been a million times before, but to do different, slightly different things within it. So yeah, fantastic. Vegas is a show. Ash, what's think, your forever game? 
Oh man, see, I haven't picked it up in a while, uh, but every time I think about it, every time I read about it, every time I see someone talking about it, I, I haven't seen all of it. It's The Witcher 3, like, mm. especially with like the DLCs on it and stuff as well. Um, I like played that game to death when it came out and uh, did all the little question marks and stuff. Like I made sure I saw every single question mark. Um, but like, I, I just feel like there's still stuff there, like still stuff to see, still different mm. things. Stuff when we do secret videos and all that sort of thing, I'm always like, oh my God, there's more. There's more. Maybe Actually, I, I, don't think... know, I don't know if I just forget it and then it gets like re-given to me though each time because mm. there's so much. I can only store a certain amount of memory of the game and then it feels new again. But yeah, which is really so like, big and beautiful. Because I've got, I, when I checked my hour count, I was on 620 hours, which I, mm. I that felt about right because 2015 just was that game for me. Um, but apparently when they did like an overhaul patch, when they changed the UI and stuff, it, it, it messed with everybody's playtime. So I, mm. I never, I don't actually know how many hours I've put into it, mm. but I'm assuming yours would be like a few hundred as well. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Like it, again, it's been a little while since I picked it up, but it's one of those ones that always comes back around and I see someone talking about it. I'm like, I don't remember that. I don't remember this. Maybe <laughs> I've done that. I don't know, but I need to, I need to go again. I will plug alongside this that we have a Witcher 3 list coming up on, uh, it was like secret quests that everybody missed, put out, you know, bust out the caps lock. It's, they are all those ones in there genuinely were ones that everybody yeah. missed. Um, and they're pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, let's only think down of the down in the comments rather of the uh, opening like live and all the various games that are coming out for the rest of the year. Um, or you can let us know over on the social medias. You can find us over there as well. Um, because for now, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm going to wrap the podcast up <laughs> somewhere. And here is the final message. This has been the Welcome to Gaming podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ash Milman. Goodbye. And Jules Gill. Goodbye. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.